step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to The Magellan Show. It is Thursday, December the 3rd. 2015. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Magellan, and I appreciate your being a part of our broadcast. We are here Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Occasionally, occasionally we may broadcast at a different time, like we did on Monday night. So uh, appreciate those of you who were able to uh, adjust to our uh, change in programming uh, as we had. Uh, a conflict and schedule for our Tuesday show, so we broadcasted Monday night. But we're back here. It's Thursday, and we're now in the month of December officially. This is our first broadcast in December, and uh, and we're just glad to be here and to uh, and to press on and to cover the news. And speaking of news, there's so much to cover. We're going to get into that today. Uh, so stay right where you're at. This is the Magellan Show. Our live number is 646-929-0709. There is a playback number if you want to connect uh, to us that way. After the broadcast, it will be available until uh, the next show, so you'll have several days to listen on demand by phone, and it's area code 712-775-7039. The access code uh, It's 327-756-POUND. Again, that's 327-756-POUND. Don't forget, you can also listen on our website, www.MagellanShow.com. There are other websites that are posting our programs. We appreciate all the websites that are doing that, podbay.fm, as well as iqdcalls.com. iTunes, they're posting our programs. Well, all you got to do is is just download the iTunes app and subscribe to our podcast absolutely free. Just type in the keywords Magellan Show. We're on Twitter for the latest news and information. Uh, follow us at Real Magellan. So just different ways you can connect with us. Our email address, contact at MagellanShow.com. Okay, thanks again for being here. We're going to get into some news. Lots to cover. Uh, and if if you want to get into the conversation, feel free to, to press 1 to get into the queue if you'd like, and we can talk about a number of these issues. Uh, feel free to do so. Last night, actually, well, more afternoon uh, Pacific time, about uh, around lunchtime, we uh, we witnessed, uh, most of us did, either through watching television or through looking online, uh, a terrorist attack. Uh, that's what I want to call it a terrorist attack, because, you know, when you have that kind of loss of life, that that is that is terroristic. It is, it is tragic. It is terrible. Now, some are saying, well, we don't know if it's radical Islamic terrorism. 
And we need to know if it's that because uh, that is uh, certainly uh, an important part of, of understanding all of this. But to those who, well, to the families, to the loved ones of the fallen, you know, all they know is that they've lost their loved ones, their husbands, their wives, their sons, their daughters, their moms, their dads, and so on. That's real. You know, we live in a nation that is so violent right now, so very violent, evilness. And it's very concerning, very concerning. Now, some would try to problem by saying, well, let's just get rid of the guns and everything will be perfectly fine. Well, that worked really well in Paris, didn't it? (laughs) I mean, really, uh, Paris got rid of their guns. The average citizen can't have a gun, only law enforcement. Oh, oh, in one other group, those who get... uh, Guns, the 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 criminals, the terrorists, the ones that get the guns on the on the black market, and then the the innocent are defenseless, and and that proves to be so because really in places like France where the entire country is a soft zone because there's no there's no gun uh, possession among uh, law-abiding citizens you. You have the whole entire country as a soft zone. And we see here in the United States that where do they go? Well, most of the time, it's those soft targets, those easy areas where that they can... uh, I mean, do you honestly think they're going to go to certain places where where there are going to be a a high percentage of, of gun owners present? No. It's not going to happen. Now, in a perfect world, there would be no guns. Nobody would have guns, and and that would be that would be ideal. But as long as some have guns, and that's just the way it is, we know that law enforcement have guns, and we appreciate the good work that law enforcement does, uh, even though there are a few bad apples. We appreciate what they do. But, you know, the elite, the powerful, the privileged, if you will, they have armed security. That's so hypocritical when you hear these politicians talking about gun control and how they are by by weaponry as they have their security details enveloping them a great deal of of security and protection. So we have a deeper problem than just the existence of guns. You know, it's often been said that if if you want to solve a problem, you've got to get to the root of the problem. And that's just the way it is. And we have certainly a problem with ideology. Let me give you an example. Let me talk about this for just a moment. I see countries and, and, and that have certainly, throughout the years, boasted in their freedom and their right to bear arms. Switzerland, Iceland, as well as others. 
and their crimes uh, are well virtually non-existent. They have the most, they have the lowest, some of the lowest crime rates of anywhere in the world, and yet they have guns. Their law-abiding citizens have guns. High percentage of, of homeowners have guns, but yet you virtually, you never hear of any crime. So we have to look at at what works and what doesn't work. France took away the guns, and we see where, how that worked out. You know, the the president uh, during the, uh, the during the summit alluded or basically said in a speech that you know that United States is the problem, and I do agree with him that we have major problems here in this country. We do, but. I I disagree in, in the idea that, that gun control is going to fix it. It didn't fix it in Paris. So we have to get to the ideology. We have to get to the problem. And we know historically that uh, that when leaders took guns, that's when, I mean, you, you look at, uh, at, at, you know, at Mao, uh, what, Mao Zedong, was that his name? Uh, Chinese leader, you know, uh, took the guns away. And you look at, at all these other revolutions, you know, from the Bolshevik Revolution to, uh, to, uh, the, uh, to the, the rise of the Nazi Party with Hitler and Stalin, all these different ones, these leaders, taters, they took the guns away. And it wasn't long after that 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 tens of millions of people died uh, because of the of the tyranny, the control, the uh, well, just an totalitarian style government, and the people suffered when the people began to give up their freedoms and their liberties. And I know that there are those on television right now that that would say, look, get rid of the guns and let's give over more of our liberties, let's give over more of our freedoms, uh, let's allow the NSA and everyone else uh, and these government agencies to just, just to listen to our phone calls, read our emails, do all these kinds of things. And that's going to fix it. One of the presidential candidates, Ted Cruz, uh, was, uh, well, he's been very vocal on the idea of of reducing the powers of the NSA. And he's gotten some criticism for it on one side and praise on the other side. But he clarified it the other night. I was watching him on, uh, I believe it was Hannity. And he said, look, people would just read the bill. They would understand what what he has has been uh, promoting, and that is this: that there be less intrusion on American citizens and more on those who, well, on those who are uh, either committing crimes or uh, appear to be. Uh, in connection with, with with groups that that could be committing crimes, uh, those that that have those terroristic leanings. So, uh, 
rather than just having a blanket uh, uh, style approach where you just surveil everyone, it's just sounding very like you know we don't we don't want to to repeat uh, the failures of the past, and when we look at World War II and we see what happened there, you know, and and, and how Germany, oh. I mean, we don't want to relive those those days. The only way that we can understand, my friends, the, the severity of all the things that are happening is if we educate ourselves on history. And I think it's great that, that we study history and that we teach our kids uh, history in school. But we're, getting, we're giving them such a limited perspective of history okay it's great to know that the civil war was what 1861 to 65 to know uh, that that columbus came over here in 1492 you know it's great to talk about the mayflower and uh you know and 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 all of these different you know the the pilgrims it's great wonderful but we also have to understand that uh if you look at, at the at the twentieth well at the twentieth century I mean just from the year nineteen hundred to the year two thousand probably the most the, like the bloodiest uh, uh uh century in the history of this world tens of millions you know, dead as a result of, of, of World War One. Tens of millions World War Two. I mean you go through all these wars because we don't just look at the loss of life of the soldiers but but just the people and the consequences. No, they may not have died as you know, as as a result of a bullet within war, but through famine, through disease and everything else. And we have to be so careful that we do not succumb to this to this this disease that so many of us have known as normalcy bias that everything is always going to be as it was therefore it will always and will always continue to be as it's always been we cannot and we must not fall within that mindset because if we do there could be grave consequences we are not living in the world that we once knew and I regret that that is the case I regret it so I ask the question to you to the, today this very day do you feel more free do you feel more freedom now than you did five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Do you feel more freedom? I mean, seriously, do you? Or do you feel that there is more oppression, that there is more control, uh, and that uh, you have just sort of kind of of lobstered into that that way of of thinking and, and that sentiment? Many times that's the case, my friends. We just kind of move into it, not realizing it. 
yes, radical Islamic fundamentalism, you know, and terrorism is a big problem. We see it happening, and it's a it's a shame that our government does not take some steps to try to curtail that. You know, I mean, seriously, you know, to to do more investigations on those who uh, would spew uh, anti-American sentiment. I mean, that needs to be uh, cracked down on. I mean, really. It, it's it's gotten out of control. I guarantee you, in any other country, or most countries, they're not so tolerant. We worry so much about offending. The FBI last night, you know, they, they delayed giving their report last night to law enforcement. They were, they, they just, they didn't want to, to say, you know, okay, who, who, who did this crime? You know, what was their religious background and all kinds of things. We're so, um, we're so quick as a nation to, to not want to offend. And look, we, we should love all people. Jesus said, you know, love you know, love one another, of course. But he didn't say roll over and play dead and become so uh, passive that people walk all over you either. You know, I mean, seriously. We have to take all this into context. But we're so afraid, but yet we just, and, and I say, when I say we, I'm not referring to you or, or to me, but I, I'm saying as a nation, as a nation, you know, we're so so quick to want to pin blame on Christians. Say, so, oh, really? Absolutely. Christians are, are, around the world are some of the most persecuted. We make fun of them. We uh, we we are we're so uh, ready to to say, okay, yeah, they're the problem. They're the radicals. Did you know that uh, that that born again right wing conservative Christians, Tea Partiers, whatever you want to call it, that they are considered uh, by some standards within this country dangerous? I mean, really, how insulting! How insulting is that? The way it is. This is the world in which we live in. Do you think that Saudi Arabia Arabia cares if they offend if they offend a Christian? Absolutely not. You know what they call them? They call them apostates. And well, the punishment is pretty is pretty steep. And uh and and we're and we're their allies. We do this deal with Iran, American citizens over there stuck in Iran. Do you think Iran cares? And the and the, the trumped up charges, what were they what were they? I mean, uh that what the what they're Christian, that they're American? I mean, what is it? And yet we can get kicked in the teeth over and over and over and over and over again. And it's just like we just okay. I mean, we be, we become like dumbed down. Uh, I mean, what's wrong with us? We're like we're in a coma. It's like like we don't we're, we're we're so concerned about what's going on in our own lives 
and there's just this like you know, just I just needed to think about myself going on with me and not realize what's going on and we're just rolling over and playing dead and honestly we can we cannot we will not be able to carry on as a nation by the people for the people one nation under God Jehovah God Yahweh the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob that God and no other God, and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the God that we serve. But there has become this this sense of, well, I just just don't know what to do about it. And I understand we can all come into that into that way of thinking. And certainly that's been the way of thinking in many parts of the world. It's as many as many analysts and commentators have said that the world has almost entered into a state of Stockholm syndrome. Uh, Stockholm, of course, the capital of Sweden. There was a uh, many years ago there was a, a, a bank hostage situation over there where it went on for, for days, perhaps weeks, until they were able to release them. But the the ones who who were 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 holding the the bankers and the customers that were there hostage had brainwashed them to such a level that they wanted to please them. They wanted to do their will and their bidding. And so the world, especially the West, has come to this point to where They've almost fallen into a state of Stockholm syndrome. Would you agree with that? I that, that's what I feel. That that's where I think that we're at. It's incredible. Well, we want to uh, look at some of the news right now. Uh, appreciate your uh, enduring with me uh, during this uh, rant, but I just so but there's just so much to talk about. So much to talk about. So, check this out. Uh, this is just some news that, that we want to cover. Uh, I mean, so many stories. Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, states that he has, that he has the proof from satellite imagery and, and, and beyond to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that Turkey has been involved with this this ISIS oil trade. The ISIS oil scandal deepens as Russia produces stunning photographic evidence. Big deal. And you say, well, how does Turkey relate to me? Turkey is a part of NATO. Why? I do not know. But they are a part of NATO, which is, what, a 28-country alliance, give or take, uh, the United States being one of the premier countries within NATO, And the whole idea of having these military alliances is that you you defend one another. You work together for a common good. But how does that work out when one of the members is involved with things that 
the rest of, of the countries do not agree with. Do you do you kick them out? What do you do? Well, I would say yes, but something tells me the globalists would say no. Here's a story. On Tuesday, the Russian military produced an impressive array of evidence that clearly shows that ISIS oil is being smuggled into Turkey on an industrial scale. So we're not just talking about once in a while. We're talking about you know, on a big, uh, on, on a grand scale, a big way, an industrial scale, as it says. The evidence included photographs taken by satellite and during aerial reconnaissance missions. What the Russians have shown the world is extremely compelling, and it raises some dis- some disturbing, very disturbing questions. First of all, how involved is the Turkish government in all of this? Uh, there is no way in the world that an endless parade of trucks carrying ISIS oil could have marched through Turkish border checkpoints without the cooperation of the central government. I mean, we're talking about billions of dollars here. And this money is, of course, funding the ISIS campaigns and, and carrying on their, their terroristic activities, which really, if you think about it, because Turkey is involved with this, are they not involved too then? Are they not really part uh, in helping ISIS because of the financing, because they are a customer? I would say yes. So we're in a, in a very, uh, well, we're living in perilous times. We know that. But we find ourselves in a very dangerous, precarious situation right now as the NATO alliance. There are going to have to be some decisions. Either the rest of the countries under the leadership of the United States are going to have to say, look, Turkey, you know, you, you've gone too far. Uh, we, have, we have jumped on countries for less. Or there's going to be some type of, uh, of minimizing of this whole situation, try to cover it up, one or the other. But Russia is tired of this. They're tired of what Turkey is doing. Uh, you know, when they, when they took down their, their jet, uh, that, that was – like the last straw. So it, we'll see what happens with all of it, but it is absolutely crazy. And now speaking of things going on in Russia, you know, this this one really uh, blows my mind. Well, we know that that the world now, especially the globalists, have been pushing for uh, GMOs. To, if, if they're not going to kill us by war, they're going to kill us with the with the artificial. Well, it's just food that's not real. You know, and don't believe the propaganda that says, oh, GMOs are not bad. No, look, I guarantee the globalists are not eating GMO foods. And Vladimir Putin wants Russia to become the world's biggest, check this out, biggest exporter of non-GMO food. What's going on here? And uh, in, in Ukraine... We know that they cut off power to Crimea. Some two million people have been, like, uh, you know, freezing. I'm sure some have died uh, as a result of their cutting off the power. Russia has powered them on. So Russia is really showing its strength and, in many cases, showing its, um, you know, showing its goodwill. So why are they doing this? Why are they uh, suddenly uh, calling out nations that are sponsoring terrorism? Why are they uh, helping out countries 
like Crimea, when when uh, why, why are they now become the largest exporter of non-GMO foods? Well, it's very simple. They threw out the globalists, and the globalists control everything, almost everything. And that's why we are in the mess that we are in. Now we take an entire show to talk about, uh, you know, the the background of, of of global control and the media and global control and our food supply and uh, and how wars get started and all of that. We don't have time to talk about the about that today, but we will uh, try to, to cover it in a future broadcast to give you more perspective. Now, France is seeking. Check this out. This is big news. You know, after after the the Paris bombings, my friends, uh, France put into place a 90-day uh, martial law-type uh, setup where, uh, well, they like to call it uh, a state of emergency. And how convenient. You know, they've got this big climate summit, and anytime you've got a big event like that, you're going to have protesters. But the protesters can't protest because they've got a gag order. Why? Because just a couple of weeks prior to that, after the after the after the, the terrorist attacks, they were put into this state of emergency. And when you're in the state of emergency, which is kind of like martial law, many of your constitutional privileges are taken away. Now France is saying, and by the way, this this meeting, this climate summit, the largest meeting of global leaders, not just on the subject of climate change, but the largest group of global leaders to meet in one location ever in the history of this planet, ever. It's a big deal. And it's gonna and, and look, for those that, that think that, that 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 these global leaders are 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 delusional and are really worried about about the climate, they're not worried about the climate. That is nothing but a uh but just a way to cover up what their real agenda is, which is Agenda twenty one. Agenda 2030. Those are the things that they want to do to try to control you, to try to say, you will live like this, you will drive this kind of car, you will live in this kind of home, you will, you will do what, what we say you will do, we will control every move of your life. That's what they want to do. So France is extending this 90-day or three-month uh, state of emergency to now six months. Now six months. We had the shooter that, that killed tragically killed three people in in Colorado Springs, what about a week ago? Horrible situation. Last night, San Bernardino, the biggest massacre since Sandy Hook. Fourteen people killed, but seventeen wounded. We don't know, you know, uh, how serious some of those seventeen are. We pray that that death toll doesn't rise. Uh, preferably, uh, everyone will be okay. But the point is, at what point? At what point do we mimic France, sending those state of emergencies, those state of emergency powers, which strip you of your constitutional rights and privileges? Will it be the next terrorist attack or the one after that or the one after that? We don't know. But I can just about guarantee you, as I see it, 
that that day is coming. And when it does come, you're going to say, Lord, help us. What has happened to our country? You know, there are a lot more things I could talk about today, uh, going to politics and and other other items too. But I I, I think really uh, that we don't need to to uh, clutter our minds with other other items this morning. But we need to just think about this. I don't want you to be in fear, but I do want you to be prudent. I want you to understand uh, the, the 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 geopolitical situation. What's going on in our country? What's going on abroad? How it's all interlinked, and how uh, how yes, we should not walk in fear. The Bible says no, we should not walk in fear. Uh, Bible says that, but but power, love, and a sound mind, absolutely. That's what it says uh, in 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 the Book of Timothy, but also says that that He wants us to be wise. Wise as serpent, serpents, harmless as doves. So let's continue to walk in that frame of mind, shall we? Well, I want to thank you for joining us for the Magellan Show. We're here Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, our website, MagellanShow.com. Our email address, contact at MagellanShow.com. And uh, if you'd like to donate to what we're doing, we would really appreciate it. Uh, we eventually want to get on FM radio. or trying to raise money for that. Uh, I know many of you have been listening from the get-go. So uh, I'd like to ask you, uh, if you would, if you'd go to our website, MagellanShow.com, and click on the Donate button. Uh, we're not asking for, you know, for, for huge donations, although we certainly wouldn't dismiss them at all. But you'd be surprised of, of what a, a gift of 5 and 10 and $15 can do for helping our cause. We're committed. I'm bringing you this information, and uh, I put a lot of time and effort in this, so definitely consider doing that. If you would, I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Real Magellan. Thanks to IQDCalls.com, as well as all the other websites that are posting our shows, Podway.fm, uh, as well as iTunes. Uh, you can you can definitely start podcasts on iTunes. Uh, remember, we have a playback number as well for added convenience. Uh, it's 712-775-7039. There's an access code required. It's 327-756-POUND. Uh, we'll be back here on Tuesday of next week to bring you another edition of The Magellan Show. But until then, thanks so much for being a part of our broadcast today, and uh, we thank you for that. Remember, uh, God, if God is for you, who, who, who dare be against you? He is for you, and you and God make a majority. So have a great day in Jesus' name. This is Magellan. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.